embraced the suffering of the Lord. She can suffer for Christ. Be rejected, be blackmailed, be abused. She does not care. Right next to the book of 1 John, the book of 1 John chapter 2. Verses 5 and 6. Next door. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know, this is how we know that we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. And Jesus walked in suffering. He walked in rejection. As you are about to say. He walked with blackmail. They blackmailed him. Accused him. But his main focused to the glorious kingdom of God. To the mission of the Father. So he says here very plainly and clearly in the book of 1 John again 1 John chapter 2 5 and 6 verse 6 he says whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did if Jesus walked in a way that he was rejected then rejection must be the hallmark of the church at this dying hour but, this critical hour when the kingdom of God is near rejection by the world the book of Psalm 85 it says the following as we finish this segment on identifying the church through the suffering of the Christ. If you will, the cost, the price of following Jesus. The book of Psalms, blessed people. Psalm 85. It says the following. Once you get there. Verse 13. Psalm 85, 13. It says, Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. That if anybody claims to be in Christ Jesus, if anybody says he is in Christ Jesus, you must walk after him. And yet this is what he said about him. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. Even the present day church of Christ aspiring for rapture for the kingdom of God. At this hour, righteousness should be going before you to prepare the way for your steps. That is what it means to follow Jesus. 
When you say you have decided to follow Jesus. Meaning you have decided to follow righteousness. Only the righteous path can lead you to Jesus. And so blessed people. I want us now to open up and understand step by step. The book of John chapter 12. The lead scripture we saw last uh, on Sunday. So that today we may make progress and try to finish it up. Because this was an introduction to set base for you. That you may understand the true identity of the true church of Christ as a foundation for the scriptures we are about to read now. Again now, John chapter 12 so we may now pick up from with all the preambles we've gathered. Now pick up from John chapter 12 from where we left and move it now. Now John 12 I'm reading verses 20 and 22. But you'll see me coming back even to verses 14, 17 even as the spirit of the Lord leads. Again, John chapter 12, turn with me there. And now I'm reading John 12, 20, 22. He says, Now there were some Greeks among the people that went to worship at the feast. They came to Philip who was from Bethsaida in the Galilee with the request Sir they said we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew and Andrew and Philip turned in turn told Jesus. Again. These were Greeks. The Greeks have come. The Gentiles have come. And they were not allowed to go but they are past a request to Jesus. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew 11. Matthew chapter 11 verse 21. Look at what happens here. Again. The Greeks can see him. And they are saying. We want to see Jesus. We can see him right there. We want to see the Messiah. But the Hebrew people. The same people that had received him in the triumphant entry we are going to see now. They turned around and said crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. We want Barabbas. 
crucify him. So the Greek have come, the Gentiles have come. And you saw how he answered them. He said, that my time to be glorified has arrived. Let's move stepwise here. Matthew 11:21 he says. What do you Corazin? Corazini. What do you Bethsaida? If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, the Gentile cities out there, atheists and Gentiles. Kwa maana kama miujiza iliyofanyika kwenu ingelifanyika Tiro na Sidoni, they would have repented long ago. Miji hiyo ingetubu tangu zamani kabisa. In sackcloth and ashes. Kwa kuvaa magunia na kujipaka majivu. I tell you the truth. Lakini nawaambia. It will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon. Itavumilika zaidi kwa Tiro na Sidoni. On the day of judgment. Katika siku ya hukumu. Than for you. Kuliko kwenu. And you Capernaum. Nawe Capernaum. You will be lifted up to heaven to the skies. Je, utainuliwa hadi mbinguni katika anga? No. You will go down to the depths. You'll be lifted up to heaven. No, you'll be brought down to the depths. So if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. So the Greeks appeared. The Greeks appeared. And then they sent Philip. Welcome to my Philip. We have seen the Lord. God tell the Lord that we want to see him. We want to see Jesus. God tell him we want to see him. The Greeks and yet the miracles had not happened in Greece. Philip came from Bethsaida. Read Mark chapter 6. And many miracles happened in Bethsaida. Let us read Mark chapter 6. Verse 45. He says the following. Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat. Mara Yesu akawataka wanafunzi wake waingie katika mashua and go ahead of him to Bethsaida. Na wamtangulie kwenda Bethsaida. While he dismissed the crowd. Wakati yeye anaugua ule umati. So he was there. Wakati yeye anauwa. He went to Bethsaida. Kwa hivyo alikuwa pale alienda Bethsaida. He did miracles in Bethsaida. Alifanya miujiza kule Bethsaida. Philip came from there. Philip alikuja toka huko. And the Lord is saying. Na Bwana anasema. That at this moment in time. Ya kwamba katika wasaa huu katika majira haya. The Gentiles 
could see him. And remember it's a critical hour. He's just about to go to the cross. The Gentiles have arrived. That is the Lord. Can you tell him we want to see him? Can you tell the Lord we want to see him? Mark chapter 8:22. Look at what he says. They came to Bethsaida. And some people brought a blind man and a beggar. A blind man that begged people. Again, and some people brought a blind man that begged to Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by hand and led him outside the village. And when he had spit on the man's eyes, he put his hands on him and asked him, do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people look like trees walking around. Once more Jesus put his hand on the man's eyes. Then they were opened. His sight was restored. And he saw everything clearly. And Jesus sent him home saying don't go into the village saying don't go into the village. But miracles happened in Bethsaida. Bethsaida. And he said that if the miracles that had happened in Israel had happened in Greece. There would have been a flame of revival, a blast. An everlasting revival. But just based on what happened in Israel, what they heard, they had also come because they had heard about Lazarus. They had heard about Lazarus. And what Jesus has done in a major sign. The resurrection. And so now, it is amazing that they, when they saw Jesus based on the miracles he had done in the promised land, they say, we want to see Jesus. Luke chapter 9 verse 10. Stepwise. Luke 9.10. It says the following. Luke 9.10. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says, when the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus that what they had done, he took them with him and they withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowd learned. So, they knew that town. The, the Greek had seen what Jesus had done in the land and Philip himself was from Bethsaida. These were converts. 
Hawa walikuwa watu ambao walikuwa wamebadilika. It is so amazing. Na pia yashangaza kabisa. That they said I was really mixed. You found some Gentiles lived among them there. Ya kwamba pia Bethsaida ilikuwa mji ambao ulikuwa umechanganyika, ungepata watu mataifa pia walikuwa wanaishi hapo. And so now. Na kwa hivyo sasa. With this in the background. Na hii ukijua sasa. Jerusalem is full. Yerusalemu imejaa. Full of people. They have come to the feast of Passover. They have entered. And then Jesus makes a triumphant entry. Now let us walk step by step. Let us go back to the same John. John chapter 12. Can we be there? That we may open up a little more for you now. John 12. Verses 12 and 19. Once you are there. The next day the great crowd that had come for the feast heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches. And went out to meet him shouting. Hosanna. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the king of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey. And we are going to open this a little bit more for you in the book of Luke, but just read it for now. You say, Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, for as it is written, Do not be afraid, O daughter of Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a colt, on a donkey's colt. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus had been glorified, did they realize that these things had been written about him. And that they had to be done they had to be done these things to him. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continue to spread the word. Many people because, again it says, many people because they had heard that he had done this great miraculous sign, they went out to meet him. And the Pharisees were not happy. Now can we open it a little further? Turn with me the book of Luke chapter 19. So that we may open up a little further. On that triumphant entry. Again Luke 19. Hallelujah. It's a triumphal entry. Luke chapter 19. We begin 28 up to 44. Then I will explain to you everything. What the Lord is saying. 
Once you are there Luke 19:28. Mara tumefika pale kwenye kitabu cha Luka 19:28. After Jesus said say this. Baada ya Yesu kusema haya. Again after Jesus said say this. Baada ya Yesu kusema haya. He went on ahead. Alitangulia mbele. Going up to Jerusalem. Kupanda hadi kwenda Yerusalemu. As he approached Bethphage. And Bethany. Na Bethania. At the hill called the Mount of Olives. Kwenye mlima uitwao wa mizaituni. He sent two of his disciples saying to them. Aliwatuma wanafunzi wake wawili akawaambia, Go to the village ahead of you. Nendeni katika kijiji kilicho mbele yenu. And as you enter it, you'll find a colt tied there. Na mtakapokuwa mnaingia kijijini, mtamkuta mwanapunda amefungwa pale. Which no man has ever ridden. Ambaye hajapandwa na mtu yeyote. Untie it and bring it here. Mfungueni mumlete hapa. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Why are you untying it? Kama mtu yeyote akiwauliza mbona mnamfungua, mbona mnafanya hivi? Tell him. Mwambieni. The Lord needs it. Bwana anamhitaji. Verse 32. Those who were those who were sent went ahead and found it just as he had told them. Wale waliotumwa wakaenda wakakuta kila kitu kama vile Yesu alivyokuwa amewaambia. Mstari wa 33. Mstari wa 33. Colt, walipokuwa wanamfungua yule mwanapunda. His owners asked them. Mwenyewe akawauliza. Why are you untying the colt? Bwana mnamfungua huyo mwanapunda? They replied. Wale wanafunzi wakajibu. The Lord needs it. Bwana anamhitaji. They brought it to Jesus. Wakamleta kwa Yesu. And through they threw their cloaks on the colt. Nao wakatandika mavazi yao juu ya huyo mwanapunda. And put Jesus on it. Na wakampandisha Yesu juu yake. As he went along As he went along, alipokuwa akienda, people spread their cloaks on the road. Watu wakatandaza nguo zao barabarani. In a sign of honor. Katika ishara ya heshima. Meaning they knew exactly who is coming. Kumaanisha kwamba walijua Hasani nani ambaye alikuwa anakuja. We will see from the book of Zechariah chapter 9, 9 and 10. Kama vile tutaona kwenye kitabu cha Zechariah sura ya 9, 9 na 10. They knew. Walijua. And so look at this now. Na kwa hivyo tazameni hii sasa. Again. Tena. They spread it says Anasema, they spread their cloaks on the colt and put Jesus on it and as he went along the people spread their cloaks on the road Ya kwamba wakatandika mavazi yao juu ya huyo mwanapunda nao wakampandisha Yesu alipokuwa akienda akiwa amempanda When he came to a place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives Alipokaribia mahali yanapoanzia matelemko ya mlima wa mizaituni The whole crowd of his disciples began to joy began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Umati wote wa wafuasi wake wakaanza kumsifu Mungu kwa furaha na kwa sauti kuu kwa ajili ya matendo yote ya miujiza aliyoyaona. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Amebarikiwa mfalme ajaye kwa jina la Bwana. Peace in heaven. Amani mbinguni. And glory in the highest. Na utukufu huko juu sana. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd say to Jesus. Baadhi ya mafarisayo waliokuwemo miongoni mwa ule umati wa watu wakamwambia Yesu. Teacher, rebuke your disciples. Mwalimu, wakemee wanafunzi wako. I tell you the truth he replied. Amen, amen nawaambia kawajibu. If they keep quiet. Kama wakinyamaza. The stones will cry out. Mawe yatapiga kelele. If they keep quiet. Wakinyamaza 
these stones here will cry out mawe hii hapa yatapiga kelele and i'll explain to you why he said so nami nitaeleza kwa nini alisema hivyo verse 41 mstari wa 41 as he approached jerusalem alipokaribia yerusalemu and saw the city na kuona mji he wept over it aliulilia mji huo and i'll explain to you why again nani nitaeleza kwa nini tena why he wept Because we remember the three places Jesus wept. When he came to the funeral of Lazarus. He wept there. When before he called Lazarus out. And resurrected him. And then number two. Again. Now when he looks at the city of Jerusalem. When he saw the city. He wept over it. And the third one. When he was on the cross. He wept over man. I'll explain. And he says here. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city he wept over it and he said if you even you had only known this thy day King James is more powerful the book of Luke chapter 19 King James says the following again the book of Luke 19 King James King James he says the following Anasema yafuatayo verse 42 wa he says Anasema saying Akisema if thou hadest known even thou Kama ungalijua hata wewe at least in this thy day Angalau katika siku katika hii siku yako the things which belong unto thy peace mambo yaletayo amani yako but now they are hid from thine eyes lakini sasa yamefichika machoni pako and over here he says na hapa anasema again tena he says if you even you had known kama ungalijua hata wewe ungalijua on this your day on this day katika siku hii what would bring you peace kile ambacho kingekuletea amani but now it is hidden from your eyes lakini sasa imefichika kutoka kwenye macho yako the days will come upon you hakika siku zinakujia wewe when your enemies will build an embankment against you ambapo adui zako watakuzingira and encircle you and hem you in on every side they will dash you to the ground and you and your children within you the, your walls talk about the city talking about the city they will not leave one stone on another why why is that judgment because you did not recognize the time of god's coming to you you did not recognize the time of god's coming to you when god came to you why did he say this thy day why did jesus weep why did he cry when he looked at the city Then he wept over the city. Je, Why did Jesus weep over Jerusalem? Je, 
Bwana Yesu alilia kwa nini Yesu alipoutazama mji huo wa Yerusalemu aliulilia He just looked at the city he turned the road turned like this then when he picked a proper view of the city he wept over her Bwana, he over Jerusalem. Bwana aligeuka tu namna hii na wakati alipouona mji huo vizuri kabisa aliulilia sana Yerusalemu. The city that was built on Abraham's Moria. Mji ambao ulijengwa katika Moria ya Abrahamu. The city that was built on David's Zion, Mount Zion. Mji ambao ulijengwa katika mlima Sayuni wa Daudi. The city that was built on Melchizedek's Salem. Mji ambao ulijengwa katika salamu ya Melkizedek. Why did Jesus weep over the city? kwa nini Yesu aliulilia mji huo? And why did he say if you had known even you on this thy day, this your day? Hey. Je, na kwa nini alisema ya kwamba hata ungalijua wewe wewe katika siku hii yako? Why? Mbona? Because he knew. Kwa sababu alijua that the inhabitants of that city the people of that city that that city was aware of what the prophets had said about this particular day daniel had seen this day turn with me daniel chapter 9 24 27 Daniel chapter 9 blessed people that we may open up why Jesus wept over Jerusalem Daniel chapter 9 and I'm reading 24 27 and he says 77th are decreed for your people and your holy city thy people and thy holy city to finish the transgression and put an end to sin to atone for wickedness and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up vision and prophecy to seal up vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy place you remember when we were in studio B and I was handling the book of Daniel as I was talking to you about Daniel's prophecy you remember the visions the Lord brought in rapid succession as I was talking today he gives another vision another vision God himself delivered that message God himself delivered that message to you and i said that daniel's prophecy is so critical and that's why the throne position the ark of the covenant daniel was sitting on this side we cannot share more but all i'm saying is that at that time about two or th- probably three months ago or four when i was 
giving you the message of the visions of Daniel that the ones God has shared with me. Ni kwamba katika wakati huo yapata miezi 3 au mamina iliyopita wakati nilikuwa naopatia maono ya Daniel lakini kila wacho Mungu alikuwa ameshiriki pamoja nami. The visions that God the visions of Daniel that God has shared with me. Maono ya Daniel ambayo Mungu ameshiriki pamoja nami. Then you remember we reached a place now when we wanted to work out Daniel 70 weeks. Mwakumbuka kwamba tulifikia mahali ambapo tulitaka kuangazia majuma 70 ya Danieli. That we may calibrate God's prophetic timeline that you may understand what the coronavirus is saying now. Ili kwamba tukapate kuangazia ule kile kipindi kalenda ya Mungu ya kiunabii ili kwamba tukapate kuelewa kile ambacho virusi vya corona vinasema sasa hivi. Because I say. Kwa sababu nilisema that the coronavirus is warning that Daniel 70th week is about to begin. Ya kwamba virusi vya corona vinaonya kwamba juma la sabini la Daniel liko karibu kuanza. And you know that the mystery of the church is that the gentle church the church age comes in after the 69th week the Lord stops the clock. Na mwajo ya kwamba ile siri ile fumbo ni ya kwamba katika juma la 69 lile kanisa la watu mataifa linaingia ndani Bwana anasimamisha saa. Okay. Let me put it better for Swahili. After after the 69th week baada juma la 69 after 483 years baada ya miaka 483 then the lord brought in he stopped the clock this the clock and brought in the gentle church the church age bwana alisimamisha saa na kuingiza ndani kanisa la watu mataifa majira ya kanisa and then the mystery of the church the mystery you see of the bible the mystery talks about halafu sasa ile siri ile fumbo ya kanisa ambayo unaona anazungumzia the gentle church coming on board within that window that recession that that intercession ni lile kanisa that interlude ni lile kanisa la watu mataifa ambalo sasa linaingia ndani katika hicho kipindi and she's raptured halafu ananyakuliwa Because the Lord says very clearly if you begin reading 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 9 and so forth you see very clearly the Lord saying that the church is not meant to go through the tribulation. Kwa sababu Bwana anasema kwa wazi kabisa ukianza kusoma kwenye kitabu cha Watasalonika wa kwanza sura tano mstari wa tisa ya kwamba anasema kwamba many other scriptures. Na maandiko mengi mengi. Revelation chapter 3 verses 10:11. Hata kitabu cha Ufunuo 3:10 hadi 11 anasema kwamba the Lord takes the church before the tribulation. Anaweza kuona ya kwamba Bwana analichukua kanisa kabla ya dhiki. And so I was unfolding for you. I was opening up for you the message from the prophecy i gave that brought the coronavirus four years ago hivyo basi nilikuwa ninawaambia ujumbe kutokana na ile virusi vya corona unabini iliyopeana katika mwaka miaka 4 iliyopita and so i was i was literally saying i was essentially saying kwa hivyo kimsingi nilikuwa ninasema that the coronavirus is warning this generation to prepare because i have already given a second prophecy of another more deadly virus that brings boils and i would think that that happens in the tribulation i don't know exactly but it looks like that terrible one takes place in the tribulation ya kwamba virusi vya corona vinaonya hiki kizazi lipate kujiandaa kwa sababu tayari nimeona gonjo jingine sugu kabisa mbaya kamisa linaloambukizana la mavimbe ambalo linatendeka na pengine na fikiria ya kwamba hiyo inatendeka katika majira ya dhiki and i said nami nikasema Then for us to understand better. Ya kwamba kwetu sisi kupata kuelewa vyema zaidi. We were calibrating Daniel 70 weeks. Tulikuwa tunaweka zile majuma 70 ya Danieli. So now the decree then. Kwa hivyo basi ile amri pale. From when the decree is given. Kutoka mahali wakati ambapo amri inapeanwa. 7 weeks and 62 weeks. Alikuwa ametanga amepanga zile majuma 7. Si alikuwa it is in the Bible please just out of uh, salvation. 
So he, he apportioned seven weeks and then 62 weeks. Aliweka majuma saba halafu majuma 60 na mawili. So they become 69 weeks. Kwa hivyo inakuwa majuma 69. And when they were supposed to run into the 70th week. Na wakati walikuwa karibu kuingia tu katika juma la 70. God stops the clock. Mungu anasimamisha saa. And so at that time. Na kwa hivyo kwa wakati huo. I told you. Niliwaambia that it's very important to understand when the 70 weeks begin. Ya kwamba ni muhimu kabisa kuelewa ni wakati upi ambapo Juma la Sabini linaanza. Says from the time when the decree is made. Anasema kwamba tangia wakati ambapo amri inapeanua. And remember that night the Lord took me back in time in a dream until the time Nehemiah got the two letters. I, I, I had not even known there were two letters. Na, two letters in white envelopes. Na, the Lord took me back to that time and I saw him get the two letters before he began the journey through the transuphrate and go back to Jerusalem. Na mkumbukia kwamba katika wakati huo Bwana alinirejesha kabisa kabisa katika wakati Just huo. Just recently here. Hivi majuzi tu hapa Bwana alinirejesha katika wakati huo katika kipindi hicho ambapo Nehemia alipata hizo barua mbili katika bahasha nyeupe. Hata sikujoya kwamba okay, zilikuwa bahasha barua mbili. So you saw in that tremendous dream the Lord took me back in time. Muliona kwamba katika ndoto hiyo ajabu kabisa Bwana alinirejesha nyuma katika nyakati. And then I was able to handle those two letters that night. Halafu niliweza kuzishika zile barua mbili katika wakati huo katika ndoto. And then I walked with Nehemiah. Halafu nilitembea pamoja na Nehemiah. And remember even the road, the road has we reach a place where the road has a gate. Where it is locked. You have to show a letter before you are allowed to pass. Mkumbuka hata tulifika mahali ambapo barabara ilikuwa imefungwa lazima uonyeshe barua ili kwamba upate kufunguliwa. Again I said the road had been locked with a gate. Barabara ilikuwa imefungwa na lango kiasi kwamba lazima uonyeshe barua ili kwamba na gate itafadhali. So okay thank you I don't have time for Swahili right now. So so we saw that even how he spent the, Nehemiah spent a night somewhere in the top floor even so it was in the first floor and then he left the next morning. Tuliona hata jinsi ambavyo Nehemia alipata kulala mahali katika orofa ya juu halafu akaondoka asubuhi iliyofuata. And so Kwa hivyo then I understood hivyo nikaelewa that the 70 weeks begin with the decree when Nehemiah was given the permission ya, the letters and then I found out there were two letters. Ya kwamba lile juma la sabini linaanza na ile amri wakati ambapo Nehemia alipopewa zile barua mbili. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now. Kwa hivyo sasa. He say. Anasema that if you had known. Ya kwamba kama ungalijua. On this thy day. Katika siku hii yako. He looked at the city. The Messiah looked at the city of Jerusalem. Aliutazama mji. Masia aliangalia mji wa Yerusalemu. The city of God, the headquarters of God. Mji wa Mungu, makao makuu ya Mungu. The Lord looked at the headquarters of God. Bwana aliangalia makao makuu ya Mungu. The Messiah of the city is coming to the city. Masia wa mji anakuja kwenye mji. And he looked at the city, a sleeping giant. Na akauangalia huo mji mtoto anayelala. A sleeping giant. Mji mkubwa yule jitu ambaye analala. And he's not aware of this day what this thy day means. Na And he says that he wept because there should be no excuse whatsoever. Because many prophets of Israel spoke about this thy day, this day. Kwa sababu manabii wengi kabisa wa Israeli walizungumza kuhusiana na hii siku 
you can see very clearly that Daniel, Daniel talked about the 69 weeks and then at that time the Messiah will come, the anointed one, he will be cut off. Meaning he will come and die on the cross as the glorious Lamb of God. So he wondered how come they claim not to know this day. Hivyo basi mnaweza kuona kwa wazi kabisa kwamba Danieli alizungumza kuhusiana na majuma 769 katika juma la 69 Masiyo atakuja halafu atakato atakatiliwa mbali hivyo basi hakuelewa kabisa kwa nini msijue kuhusiana na siku hii yako He could not understand Hakuelewa kabisa How could they not be aware of this their day. Ni vipi hawakujua kuhusiana na hii siku yako? Look here. Angalia hii hapa sasa. And he says. Na anasema. Again Daniel chapter 9. Kitabu cha Danieli sura ya 9. I was reading verse 24. Nilikuwa nasoma mstari wa 24. 70 weeks have been decreed for thy people and thy holy city. Majuma sabini yameamriwa kwa ajili ya watu wako na kwa ajili ya mji wako mtakatifu. To do this to finish transgression makosa, to put an end to sin dhambi, to atone for wickedness and to bring everlasting righteousness na and to seal up vision and prophecy na maono na unabi, and to anoint the most holy na ya and you can sana. see that to atone for sin talking about the lamp that would come
We are taking advantage of this to open up a greater latitude. Ninaonyesha njia barabara ambayo Bwana alitengenezea kanisa ili kwamba likapate kuifuata. Lakini inatumia tu hii. to the cross that's what I said. Na barabara ambayo Yesu alionyesha kanisa ili kwamba lipate kufuata barabara ya kuelekea kwenye msalaba. Ndio sababu ninawapeleka katika hii ili kwamba kudhibitisha na kuweka thabiti, kuweka thabiti katika neno. So do you understand as we handle John chapter 12? Why Jesus weeps Hivyo at the triumphant entry. Hivyo basi je, mnaelewa tunapoangazia kitabu cha Yohana 12 ni kwa nini Yesu analia wakati anapoingia katika kuingia kwa kishindo? The prophets talked about this. Manabii walizungumza kuhusiana na hii. Zechariah. Zechariah. Turn with me to Zechariah. Gauka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Zechariah. The book of Zechariah. Kitabu cha Zechariah. They read all these oracles of the prophets. Walisoma mahusiano haya yote ya manabii. Why Jesus wept at the city of Jerusalem. Ni kwa nini Yesu aliulilia mji wa Yerusalemu? Somebody help me there. So 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 again why Jesus wept at the city of Jerusalem? Ni kwa nini Yesu aliulilia mji wa Yerusalemu? No, the microphone is okay. I said she needs to put it in her mouth so people can hear what she's saying. So, the book of Zechariah chapter 9 verses 9 and 10. Kitabu cha Zechariah sura ya 9 mstari wa 9 hadi 10. He says, the coming of Zion's king. Anasemea kwamba kuja kwa mfalme wa Zion. The titles were well written by the prophets. Mada ziliandikwa vyema kabisa na manabii. So how come? Kwa hivyo jaya wazekanaje? When he turned and looked at the city, the city acted as though she's not aware. Wakati alipogeuka na kuangalia mji, mji ulijifanya kana kwamba haujui. Hey. And then to say stone him, crucify him, kill him. Halafu sasa kusema kwamba mpigeni mawe, msulubishe muueni. Rejoice greatly O daughter of Zion. Shangilia sana e binti Sayuni. Shout daughter of Jerusalem. Piga kalala binti Yerusalemu. See your king comes to you. Tazama mfalme wako anakuja kwako. Righteous and having salvation. Ni mwenye haki naye ana wokovu. Gentle and riding on a donkey. Mpole naye amepanda punda. He called Mwanapunda the fowl of a donkey. Tata wa punda. How take away the chariots from Ephraim. Nitaondoa magari ya vita kutoka Ephraim. And the war horses from Jerusalem. Na fahari na farasi wa vita kutoka Yerusalemu. The battle bow will be broken. Na upinda wa vita utavunjwa. He will proclaim peace to the nation. Atatangaza amani kwa mataifa. His rule will extend from sea to sea. Utawala wake utaenea kutoka bahari hadi bahari. And from river to the ends of the earth. Na kutoka mto Euphrates hadi mwisho wa dunia. So he's coming as prophesied by the prophets. Kwa hivyo anakuja kama ilivyotabiriwa na manabii. He seated on a donkey on a colt. Of a donkey. Amekaa juu ya punda juu ya mwanapunda. Meaning is coming with peace. Kumaanisha kwamba anakuja na amani. At that time. Kwa wakati huo. When a king is approaching a city. Wakati mfalme anaukaribia mji. Another territory. Katika katika ufalme mwingine. If he's coming in peace. Kama anakuja kwa amani. He always did ride a donkey. Kila wakati alimpanda punda. But when he's coming for war. Lakini wakati anakuja kwa jina vita. He rode a horse. Alimpanda farasi. He came with horsemen. So this time the king of Jerusalem the king of Salem is coming to Jerusalem Jerusalem is coming to Jerusalem 
with peace anakuja, and salvation and redemption for mankind is coming in peace is coming at the king of Salem Shalom the king of Shalom the prince of peace and is coming to Jerusalem on a donkey meaning coming with peace and yet we all know in the book of Revelation chapter 19 verse 1 he will come charging to that city with a powerful horse that I have seen in heaven already. I have seen the horse of God already. That means he's coming for war. When he will be on the horse. But now he's coming with peace and the city of peace cannot understand her terms of Peace. I know. You cannot even say that. Zechariah 9. So the reason Jesus wept. When he looked at Jerusalem, Jerusalem, it's because he saw that that city had all the oracles mentioning this day, this thy day. And she was there as though she did not know this day. Still with rebellion from the Pharisees, planning how should we do this? How should we stop this? Zechariah chapter 13 verse 7 Awake O sword against my shepherd against the man who is close to me declares the sovereign Lord the Yahweh of hosts strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered and I'll turn my hand against the little ones the prophets wrote about this day when the shepherd would be struck the day of atonement the day when he comes to go to the cross the book of Isaiah 53 so that's why Jesus wept he wondered how come they claim not to know 